This is the Main Attraction Podcast. Now here are your hosts, Justin Strawn and Ryan Nelson. Welcome to the Main Attraction Podcast, where we discuss the biggest television shows and movies in the entertainment industry. I am your host, Justin Strawn. Joining me each week is the other host of the show, who hopes nothing in his life goes as poorly as the Tiger Team's plan does in this show, Ryan Nelson. Justin, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I'm actually going to miss Spiderweb. I know. He, I was surprised that he, that they killed yeah. him off. That's the direction they went. I, but. I am too. But luckily, Freddie Fox's punchable face will be seen this summer in House of the Dragon. Oh, he is a hundred percent has to be playing a Targaryen. Oh yeah, there's no way he's not playing a Targaryen. I can I cannot see him playing anything else. I mean, he yeah. looks like a Targaryen. I mean, he just does. silver up his hair a little bit, and he is good to go. So, uh, if you've been listening to podcasts and start the podcast last year thank you for continuing to listen and making this part of your day if you're new to the show we hope you enjoyed as we talk about the third and fourth episodes of the third season of slow horses on apple tv plus uh, if you are new or a regular and would like more access to the show we'd love for you to come into our patreon page and become a patron of the main attraction podcast Go to patreon.com slash the main attraction podcast. You can get Patreon only content. You can support us at a three, five, ten, or twenty dollar level. And when you join up, we'll shout you out here on the show. If you want ad-free access to the show, we'd love for you to go to our Patreon page and get ad-free access by becoming a patron. Uh, all four levels do get you the show ad-free. doesn't matter which one you're signing up for, but all four will get you the show ad-free. So as low as a three, as high as a 20, does not matter. You will get the show ad-free on Patreon. Uh, if you want additional content, though, uh, if you go to that five, that 10, or that $20 level, there's additional content out there for you as well. There's bonus episodes. There's other uh, rewards out there for you for being a slightly higher supporter here of the Main Attraction Podcast. So there are different ways in which you can support us and there are different benefits for being a supporter so we'd love for you to do that if you would be willing to if you can't be a patron though you can help the show out by running us on spotify and apple podcast you can go to both those flat both of those platforms and leave us a five-star rating and if you have time we would love it if you wrote us a review on apple podcast and if you write us a review we'll read it on air next time we record if you like to interact with the show, please do so. We'd love for you to do that. Send us an email to mainattractionpod at gmail.com. Just head over to your email box and hit compose and send us any questions you might have, any comments, anything you might want to recommend for us to cover. We'd love to hear all those things. So just go to your email and send us an email to mainattractionpod at gmail.com. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, this is the third and fourth episode of Slow Horses. Uh, we weren't intending to record two episodes at a time on this, but it's just going to kind of be the way it works out. Uh, we're gonna, just because we've got a lot of things that we need to record next week, uh, we're not going to be covering this show next week, so we'll cover it the following week when it's the fifth and sixth episode, the uh, penultimate and the uh, finale episode. Uh, 
I like this show. We've talked about this quite a bit. Apple doesn't do a whole lot of this type of show with just six episodes. They get through it really nice and quick and fast. Uh, but just general thoughts here. Let's just start with just your general thoughts on just the third episode real quick. I like the third episode. I was shocked with the... I really loved the spider web reveal that oh, he yes, was that running was the, tiger, the tiger team. That was just fantastic. And then... Him getting killed at the end was just a shock. Yeah, it really was. And we we talked about this uh, when we talked about the, the first and second episode. I was a little bit worried about Catherine uh, when we were when we were discussing that those first two episodes because she was kidnapped and you know somebody. And we talked about this. Somebody always seems to die when in this show. So you had Olivia yeah. Dunn's. Is it Olivia Dunn? Olivia Cook. Olivia Cook. Excuse me. Olivia Cook's character ends up getting killed at least we think she gets killed maybe they bring her back we talked about yeah. that a little bit last in week in the books she's alive so they may bring her back they may not we'll see uh but uh we thought you know she, she kind of looks like she's dead obviously but we don't know for yeah. certain but then you had uh what's his name that ends up getting killed men. yeah men so he gets up he ends up getting killed in the second season so i was like all right are they going to do this every season it, spider was not the one that i, I was thinking was yeah. going to die but uh we'll talk about that well here. I'm a little concerned of one of our characters next week. Which one? Just out of curiosity. Louisa. Louisa. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit worried about her as well. So uh, we'll talk about that a little bit more when we talk about episode four. So, uh, but anyway, uh, my general thoughts. I thought this was a good episode too. I thought it was I thought it was really good. I liked episode four probably a little bit more if I'm being perfectly honest with you. Uh, but I thought this was still really good. I thought it did a really good job of like yeah. giving us some of the backgrounds and the details about just what's the name of the company uh what's the name of the company that the uh that is oh, the, one, the one that's doing the tiger team? yeah i don't know uh, I, don't. I had it written down i don't have it down anymore but anyway uh but the company like i said i can't remember what the name of it is but uh it does a good job of showing us you know these are obviously good people, but these are obviously people who are good at the job. They're not so good that they end up screwing up. And the only reason they have their right. job is because of their ties oh, to Chieftain. Chieftain, thank you, Chieftain. Uh, it's because of their ties to uh, the one guy who's just a slime ball. I can never remember his name. Oh, that guy is a slime ball. Yeah, like I said, I don't remember who he is, but he's just absolutely uh, a slime. What's what his name? Sly, Sly Monteith. Oh yeah, yeah, Sly Monteith. Uh, no, no, I'm thinking of uh, I'm thinking of the guy that's like in the government. Oh, you talking about the MI5 guy? Yeah, that guy's well. Sly Monteith's the guy that uh, that uh, uh, Jackson Lamb yes. farted in his uh, car. Yes, but yes. No, you're talking about is it uh, Peter oh, Judd? Yeah, Peter Judd. Okay, played by Samuel West. Now, like, I don't think he's with MI five. I think he's part of like the House of Lords, the House of Commons, or something like that. And like, he like has kind of like purview. Yeah, of, that's right. That's part right. of MI five. Uh, like I said, he's think, a Home Secretary. Yeah, Home Secretary. Thank you. That was the role I was looking for. Yeah, that guy looks like a villain. Yeah, he does. But I don't think he is. I think he's just a, sl a slime ball. I think that's all he is. He's just yeah. this sleazy, creepy politician that is just really easy to yeah. hate. And uh, like I said, I'll, I'll be really interested to see what they do with this because. Uh, this episode is it's, it's quite funny at, at certain points because Gary Oldman just continues to be fantastic in this role. Yeah, yeah, he really does, and I love how I believe he quotes Churchill in this episode, which Gary Oldman played Churchill yes, in the movie The Darkest Hour. Did he win an Oscar for uh, that? I think so. But Samuel West is in the movie as well. Oh, is he really? I did not know that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, like I said, just. 
a really funny episode. I mean, because they're basically yeah. they because we start the episode. I, the only the only real complaint I had about the first two episodes was the way the second episode ended because it ends with Cartwright getting uh, tracked down by Duffy and his goons, and I didn't really yeah. know where they were going with that because they reveal at that point that it was a tiger team and that basically it was yeah. all a fake kidnapping. I was like, okay, so what was the point of this entire thing? And so we finally find out here in this third episode. The Tiger team's going rogue. Uh, they yeah. they are turning against their boss, and they as because when their boss meets them to get Catherine Standish taken back to uh, to turn her back over, they end up kidnapping him as well. Uh, so they're they're blackmailing. And, and I'm a little confused on this, and maybe you can. So the Tiger team consists of Sean Donovan, mm-hmm. but it's also uh, Allison Dunn's brother and sister. Brother and sister, right? Yes. Like how did that work out? I don't. That's what I think they're they're slowly building towards is to tell us just kind of what all happened yeah. here because apparently they were all working together uh, and yeah. then things went awry uh, when they were trying to infiltrate and get this file from Allison. Like I, said, I don't know that. Uh, like I don't know if Ben and Sarah were involved in the original. Like yeah, you know, I, I wonder if Donovan brought them on after she was murdered. That kind of makes that's kind of what I'm thinking, but I'm not yeah. real sure about that. So did we know that they that was their sister before this episode? I don't think so. I think this is the first time they. Okay, were I didn't think. So. I, okay, I thought so too. I know uh, Elliot saw it as Sarah kind of was pointing out like the 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 measurements on the wall and she was sad right i did put it together that, that was you know allison dunn's uh sister right and this is the, apparently their childhood home is yeah, uh, uh, yeah right, right right so uh like i said uh, that part of it is a little bit confusing i'm not gonna lie to you uh yeah. that's probably if you want to say there's anything that's a little bit yeah. uh, if you want to ding the show that i think that part of it is and then look they may eventually like make it become all much more clear as we get further into this thing. I'm, I'm thinking so because I feel like that was a reveal. Yeah. Because like uh, the uh, what is her name? Sophie Okinda. Uh, right. Uh, Dame uh, Ingrid. Uh, Ingrid. Dame. Yeah. Dame Ingrid. Like she figured. Like she was told that, and you see her reading the files. Yeah, I think that is going to end up being the case. Is we just get a little bit more information about this, and we get a little bit more information about it in the fourth episode, but. It was kind of confusing there at the start, uh, but they're so they don't end up letting uh, Stanish get. They don't end up letting her go. Uh, they've got so they're basically trying to blackmail M five, and they're trying to blackmail uh, Chieftain as well. So the, they've got two. They've got two like big key pieces there, and there's like I said. Uh, it's it's apparent that they're not the real villains in this thing because that's what right that's what you weren't really sure in those first two episodes in these next two episodes it becomes real apparent that these people obviously they're trying to find something out they're just kind of they're desperate at this point and they're trying their best to just make they're grasping at straws trying to get use whatever leverage they have to get access to the information that they want and they they're basically using this the gray books which is supposedly like this this file that contains all these like conspiracy theories and all this type of yes, stuff yes we know what the gray books are <laughs> that was like said like three yes. times <laughs> uh, that so, me up every time the gray books I know. Came up, they kept saying said, the gray books. I know what, yes we know what they are yeah so like i said th- this is what they are and it turns out it's more of just like just a red herring is basically they're yeah. they're, they're telling yeah. people that there's they're saying that's what they want to go after but it's not what they want to go after we discovered that in episode four so yeah obviously they're going after something with the done whatever allison dunn had yeah that footprint file or whatever it was yeah, i can't, yeah. I can't remember yeah. it, yeah. but that's apparently what they're going after so uh 
but they're basically trying to. He even admits he accidentally killed Spider Web. Yeah, and that's that's it's really apparent when you, when you see that he didn't plan yeah, to kill him. Footprint was the name of. Okay, was the footprint. Name of the that's what I thought it was. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's apparent that he didn't mean to do that. But we'll talk a little bit more about that in here in just a second. So, um, some interesting storylines in this. Uh, you've got. Uh, Marcus uh, Longridge played by Kadeef Kirwan and Kath- not Catherine. Uh, who was his Shirley. partner? Shirley. Shirley Dander played by Amy Fifion Edwards. I think is how you pronounce her name. Um, they kind of got this. They're basically trying to track down as much information they can on <laughs> on Donovan. And when they're doing so, uh, and part of the reason these people are in Slaw House is because they have flaws and they have things that they're that. Uh, basically hold them back but they get caught by the police and the reason and when they're getting ready to let them go but then they find the cocaine on shirley and this is when they have to call jackson in and basically he tells them he tells the police officer tell them they're fired do you think what do you think this is going to be is going to come about by this i i I refuse to believe they're fired even though he tells them i want i will burn you (laughs) if i see you when i get back basically yeah I refuse to believe anyone is really fired from the slaw house. Yeah, I have a hard time believing that as well. So I'll, I don't think this because is... Because although he would never admit it, he definitely uses these people quite oh, yeah. a bit. He used them last season as well. Yeah, he definitely does. There's no question about that. So, uh, But River and uh, Louisa, they basically they kind of team up in this, and they're basically... Tr- well, let's mention River gets the absolute crap yeah. made out of it. I'm glad you mentioned that, because I need to talk about that. This is one of the things that I was like... Okay, at some point, like, doesn't somebody have to step in? Like, I, I mean, I know that technically he broke in and like did illegal yeah. things, but this was kind of the whole point. When you hire someone to like do their best to infiltrate you, yeah. like at some point you got to like say, okay, well, you know, you just kind of feel a victim to the plan. Like I said, I don't know. When I was watching this, like at some point, this somebody has to step in. Eventually, Jackson Lamb does, and River even knows this. I mean, he even says, you know, yeah. eventually Jackson Lamb's going to walk through the door. He's going to walk me out. And he's going to walk me out. Uh, yeah. But it's just I, I love. I do, I do love the part where even when he's getting beat to an inch of his life, Cartwright uh, mouths off to that Hobbs guy. Yes, he does. It's like he's like, you might not, you might want not want to kick me in the balls. I have some very tough balls. So of course <laughs> the guy goes immediately right. to his testicles. Yes, he does. He goes right to them. So, uh, like I said, I, that was, it, I was like, okay, I don't know how believable or realistic this part of it is, but nevertheless, uh, but I think it's believable that people hate river Carter. Oh yeah. I think that's very believable. I think <laughs> there's no question about that. Uh, but like I said, Louisa and River, they end up kind of teaming up and they track down, they track down Spider, uh, and what does he play Spider? Let me find him. Oh, uh, oh, I just said oh, Freddie Fox. Okay. Freddie Fox. I had episode four up, but I didn't have episode three up. So, uh, he plays a Freddie Fox play Spider and I want to give it to, to Freddie Fox. Yes. He pulls this off. Brilliantly. He does. He is so just slimy and just uh, you almost feel bad for him for just a brief second well i mean if, well it's great is because you run there's a huge like gamut of emotions in this because like yeah. he look he is portraying himself to be part like part of the victim here like he's going to chieftain is like i want to sue you what do you think we should sue him for river what do we think we should take yeah. him in for like and river and even kinda, tells river that like he shouldn't be here. He's so much better than this. Right. So, like I said, he's really like laying it on thick with River. And when they get up to the floor where they're going to get, like go to question whoever it is they need to question. When they get up there, this is when 
when Spider reveals that he was behind the whole thing. He worked for Chieftain. And I have never hated a character more in that I moment know. than I hated Spider. I did not see that coming. I, didn't I don't know why we didn't see it coming. We should have known it. That damn Spider Web. Yeah. He's so good, though. When he's popping the champagne, oh, I was yeah. like, God, I hate you. When he's taking his victory lap, it was. Oh. It, he was killing it. He was. If we would have done that episode, he would have definitely been the Terry on my Oh, yeah. All right. And, but basically, when his boss finally comes in, the one that met with Jackson Lamb who farted in his car, uh, <laughs> just great. I hope it doesn't get in the water. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when his boss finally comes to, and makes it back to uh, Chieftain's headquarters, he he walks in and basically, the, you know, the victory lap is over at this point because he reveals to Spider that the, uh, even though Spider seemed to already know it, that the Tiger team was kind of gone rogue. He's like, ah, it's not that big a deal. We'll get it taken care of. He's not happy about the whole situation because Jackson Lamb, like I said, kind of invaded his personal space and like made mild threats to him. Um, but, you know, he's supposed to have this, he's supposed to have this meeting with, uh, with, with what is that character's name with peter judd again and yeah. the chieftain's head is supposed to meet with him and spider's supposed to be a part of this luncheon but because of the fact that this thing has gone bad he sends spider to go find donovan and take care of this and get this thing straightened out so but when he does spider being who he is and being the prick that he is he says something about allison i don't remember exactly what it was yeah. but it sets off donovan who is played by sope derisu I think it is. I'm, I'm guessing I'm pronouncing his name correctly. Uh, but it sets him off, and he punches him so hard, it, like, sends him into the windshield, breaks the windshield of the car, and, like, as, as soon, and when I saw the windshield break and the blood hit the windshield, like, oh, he's dead. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. like, I, it's clear that Donovan was not intending to do that. Yeah, but it this was is just definitely... Kind of what's yeah, I love, and I love when he drops Donovan at the rest. Um, excuse me, when Donovan drops Spider Web at the restaurant, and you see Spider Web is like, "Wow, he's dead!" And like, I, we're, I'm going to move on to the episode four. It takes a few minutes where they finally reveal that he is dead. Yeah, it does. Because you know we thought Spider Web had died in the the last season, right? Because he got shot multiple times. Right. Of course, we find out he was in the hospital for months. But like, I was like, wow, he really is dead. Yeah, he really is dead in this one. So, uh, but that was a big shot. But before they, they drop his dead body off in front of the restaurant, Jackson, like him, shows up because he like. Calls him. He he goes in as Spiderweb, like uh, like some really like foul smelling man or something like that. And I was like, oh no, that's <laughs> not Spider. Because I was like, he's dead. How is he showing up? But it's Jackson Lamb. He's like crashing this meeting between the two of them. Uh, and like I said, he just conti- Jackson Lamb, played by Gary Oldman, just continues to like just yeah. eat up every scene that he is in, and it is just absolutely fantastic to watch. It uh, really is. Uh, but this is kind of the way the episode ends with. The Tiger team, Donovan, throwing his body out onto the street in front of the restaurant and just the kind of chaos that's about to ensue. So, anything else you want to say about episode three before we go into episode four? Uh, uh, of course, Ronnie Ho does not believe in the moon landing. No, and knew of course about, not. And he, he, uh, he knew about the gray books as well. Yes, he knew about the gray books as well. So, uh, not surprising at least. All right. All right. Let's take a quick break and then we'll talk about episode four. All right, episode four is basically picking up with the with the aftermath of Spiderweb being killed. There's a news report about somebody being killed and their body being dumped in front of this restaurant. They don't reveal who it is in the news report, but nevertheless, we obviously yeah. all know who it is. Um, and he, the person who breaks the news to uh, to River and to Louisa is 
Jackson when he comes when he comes back to the office. Who has no sympathy or remorse? None. For I mean, yeah. None whatsoever. Were you he was a prick. Were you surprised at how sympathetic River was about it? I'm not surprised. You know, th- th- we could tell from season one, like for the first episode, that they had had history. Oh, yeah. So, and, and it, River even admits later on, they were friends at one point. At one point, they were friends. And he, so he's, he's having some issues with it. Louisa doesn't seem to have a whole lot of sympathy for him either, though. I mean, she's, No one has sympathy. Yeah. Not even the MI5 people. No, they really don't. I mean, Louisa was just more in shock the fact that he was actually dead because they had literally yeah. just spoken with yeah. him. And now, like, you know, an hour or two later, he is now dead on. Uh, the streets of London. So, like I said, this was this was the big kind of the big shock here. Um, but this is when the Tiger Team's plan is starting to unravel. Is because this this happens. Uh, this wasn't planned. They didn't plan to kill. They didn't plan to kill Spiderweb. And you start to have. They're trying to continue to get their plans so they can get access to what we think is the Grey Books at the time. Obviously, we find out at the end of this episode that is not the case at all. But it's unraveling before them. Uh, what do you think is going to happen with any ideas on how they're going to play out with this tiger team? Cause look, the, it ends pretty ominously there at the end where basically yeah. everybody's supposed to be killed. But what well, do you think? Duff, yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, they were told Duffy was told to kill everyone. Yeah. Clear the by, borders. Uh, he says mm-hmm. by Ingrid. Yeah. By Dame Ingrid. Mm-hmm. You gotta think multiple. I, I'm going to, I'm calling river and Sean Donovan survive. I don't. I don't feel good about Louisa, and right. I don't feel good about uh, Allison Dunn's siblings. Yeah, uh, ben, there's got to be multiple people dead. Yeah, and you still also got the guy who's like in charge of that facility oh, yeah, as well. That poor guy. Yeah. I liked him a lot. He was I, very funny. That's Sturgis, I think. He was played by Nick Blood, think, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think you're right on that. He was very good. Yes, he's. Good. He, he was great. <laughs> he was great in his little bit that he, we had. To. He's so dead. Yes, he, he will be the first one killed. It feels that's the case. I don't know. I don't know, but he was like there at the end. We're kind of jumping ahead to the end of it. So since let's just go ahead and jump ahead to that end. Um, when they show up, when Duffy and his crew show up, I mean, he's got him on surveillance camera. He's kind of mm-hmm. he's kind of aware of what's about. Look, if anybody's going to be aware and understand what's about to happen, it feels like it's him. Uh, yeah, so I don't know. Maybe true. maybe he gets out of this thing alive. So, yeah, it, but it, the. It would be disappointing if someone didn't die the way they handled this, you know, like with such a cliffhanger and the way the camera is moving about. Yeah, I, I would be really, really surprised if somebody doesn't end up uh, being dead in this one. So, uh, oh, nope, I lost you there for a second. Do it. Okay. Uh, did you Did you hear me? Okay, I do now. Yeah, I lost you there for a second. What, what were you saying? Oh, we're having some, we're having some audio issues. Hold on, guys. Uh, gonna switch to audio only. Hold on, just a second, guys. Oh, hey, can you hear me now? I can hear it. Yeah. Okay, I had to switch to audio only. My bad. Uh, who knows? You gotta love, gotta love the internet, guys. Uh, anyway, uh, so should I, should I repeat what I said? Yes, please do, because I did, I never caught it. I was saying that it would be kind of disappointing if no one dies, even though I don't want to see Louisa die or Sturgis, but the way they panned to each person and said that, you know, everyone who leaves that room needs to be in a body bag. Uh, you just can't do that and, and, you know, and not have some dead bodies. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that. I think somebody's, if somebody's going to end up dead, I don't feel like it's going to be River. I don't, I feel like he... I don't, I don't feel like Sean Donovan either. I feel like he's going to make it to the, to the end at yeah. least. I mean, just in terms of like untouchable characters, 
in this. I feel like Gary Oldman and Jack Lyman's oh, characters are like the untouchable ones. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we we got a lot more of Sophie o- Okonedo's character, uh, Dame yeah. Ingrid Tierney in, uh, mm-hmm. in this. Uh, we haven't spent a lot of time with her in this in this in this show. We've spent some. What are you thinking about her? Because obviously she's being set up as kind of like the real scumball in this entire thing. Because she obviously yeah, knows was, something else. What are your thoughts? Yeah, yeah. I think she's she feels like she's the real villain here. Yeah, it does. It really feels that way. I, and I know she had a pretty big role. I feel like in season one. Yeah, I don't remember which one. She had a bigger role in in one of them. I just don't remember which one yeah, it is. But uh, yeah, I, she's such a really good actress anyway. So it's yeah. good to have her back. And I, I kind of like her as a villain as well. Yeah, I do too. I think she I think she pulls this off well because it looks. It starts off with basically we're going to let these guys go see the gray books. We're going to let them. We're going to let them go see what they want to see. And after they because there's nothing of really importance in them. That's one of the things that they that they put out there. That that yeah. It, has all these conspiracy theories but most of them have been debunked at this point and the ones that haven't you know there's no real substance to any of them so if they want to see him go let them go see him that's fine then we'll just arrest them uh when they come out of the facility and it like and it feels like this is just like an easy too easy of a plan and like you know that's going to be the case because when when jackson lamb basically meets with him with her at the beginning of this episode and she says i want your team to escort them in and then to escort them out yeah. and you know you'll have your favor for whatever you want and jackson lamb's like no uh-uh. he's like I've, I've done this before something could go wrong no there's no way yeah. i'm i'm uh getting in bed with you people on, on this and like i said that's your that's your key that's your 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 cue like there's going to be something else that's going to go right. on, and then that there's a bigger Abs- threat than this because it's just too easy Absolutely. of a job. Yeah, and then of course she calls River immediately afterwards. Right, so she goes straight to River. <laughs> who, who are you going to go with? The guy known for screwing it up in the agency. Right, exactly. So they go to River, and he he basically agrees to it. Uh, Louisa doesn't isn't part of this conversation, but she decides that she wants to go with him anyway because she doesn't like. She doesn't like the idea of this at all. Uh, yeah, I like her. She's like, uh, she's like, I don't like the chances of this going well. He's like, why do you say that? It's like your history. <laughs> that was a great line. <laughs> yes, your history. Uh, that was a fantastic line. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm. Like I said, the entire time it's setting up like, okay, this is too easy. It's way too easy. What's going to go wrong? So basically, what ends up happening is they. I don't remember who it was that gave him some more intel about about Sean Donovan. Uh, and when it was uh, who gave it was me, uh, Roddy, wasn't it? Oh, you may be right. I think it may have been Roddy because uh, it was. I can't remember. Great who, Roddy Ho episode. Yeah, Very this was a great Roddy, Roddy Ho episode. Uh, somebody gave it to to Dame uh, Dame Tierney, and no, it was uh, it was the lady in the records department that ended up like giving her a lot of that information. No, it wasn't. okay, okay. No, she gave. Well, um, Sly, the guy, or Peter. It was either the guy from Chieftain or Peter Judd had given her the information about Ingrid. Yeah, no, Duffy. Duffy. Duffy got it. That's Duffy right, got Duffy it got from it. the... Yeah. Yeah. So Duffy gets the information about. We're just throwing out names. We are. But it was was Duffy, though. Yeah, it was Duffy. Duffy's the one who finds out the information about Allison Dunn and her ties to uh, to to Donovan. And that once they find all this information out, and as they're doing all this background check on uh, the Tiger Team and all this type of stuff, once they find that out, this is when the light bulb goes off in her head when she because she knows about Allison Dunn. She knows about all this type of stuff. 
And there's obviously something that makes her look bad or makes MI5 look bad yeah. or something in this file. We still do not know what is so important about this file, but it's important enough that she is basically going to kill two, three of her own team uh, members as well as two of the Tiger team members uh, to cover this entire thing up. So it's basically all a cover-up job at this point. So yeah. uh, I'll be really interested to see what is, is in this I file whenever they reveal it. Yeah, I mean, very interesting to see. Because, I mean, this is what got Sean Donovan and Allison to, in that argument and where she ran away to begin with right. and get gets killed. Yeah. Uh, so that that's uh, very interesting. Uh, we, we've got to talk about something I didn't know I needed, but it was so great. The Jackson Lamb and Roddy Ho team up. Oh, yeah. That I was getting ready to talk about that, yeah. Oh my God, I, that was some laughter. Yeah, so basically, Roddy is played by Christopher Chung. He's the one who tracks down the house where uh, Stan is. Employee of the week for Jackson. Yes, exactly. Employee of the week. Uh, and when he does so, like he becomes like his little pet for the week. And so he's going to be like his little partner to like go track oh down Catherine Standish. We don't get the, they don't ever make it there, but he, when Roddy takes him to his car, like Jackson Lane was like, you got to be kidding me. Uh, yeah, big rod. Yeah. Big rod on the, on the, uh, on the uh, license player. Oh man. I love where he's like, sit back the G's in here will bounce your titties. Yes, that was a fantastic line. Uh, and he's like, you must drive in silence. <laughs> yes. Uh, like, he literally, literally meant silence. He did not want you to talk at all. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah, like I said, just great stuff between the two of them. It was just absolutely fantastic. Uh, like I said, really, this is a really good episode because one of the things that works really well is this one really is leading towards a yeah. huge moment in the, the, the series and the show because Look, we only got two episodes left of this thing, so uh, yeah. where they're getting ready, to, so they've got to kind of ramp things up here towards the end. Yeah, this definitely pushes us toward the action, and uh, I really like the River and Louisa team up. I thought they were really good together. Yes, because Louisa actually talked about men dying. Right. Uh, River talked about and he tries whatever. To, he tries to hug her. <laughs> he tries to hug her. Oh, that was great. That was great. That's why this show is so funny sometimes. It really can be. I mean, it's not a comedy, but it has a lot of funny but moments. That, that is the guy from Justified. It's, uh, what's his name? Uh, one of the writers. Uh, oh, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Graham Yost. Graham Yost. This is the Graham Yost part. You can tell this is where he's adding to it. I'm sure some of this is in the book, but this is Graham Yost because. Justified was very similar in the way it used comedy like that. Right. You, you're correct about that. So it's just absolutely great stuff. Now, here's the one thing. I mentioned this last week, and it hasn't really changed that much. Kristen Scott Thomas's character, Diana Tar uh, Tavner, mm -hmm. she still has not done much in this. Are you surprised still? A little surprised. And also, she's kind of doing a hands-off approach, which makes me wonder if she's going to have a huge part at the end where she takes out uh, Dame Ingrid or something. I don't know. Like, here's the, here's what it is. I mean, the obvious setup for this is basically that uh, Ingrid Tierney, uh, Peter Judd, uh, Sly Monteith, all these people who are like the big yeah. wigs of these things, like, they're all going to, like, come crashing down because of some mm -hmm. cover-up. I, but that's not what this show has ever been. Like Jackson Lamb basically right. had Diana Ta uh, Tavner, uh, you know, over a barrel at the end of season one, and he basically just you know puts it in his back pocket. Like, no, I'm just going to use this whenever I need to use it. So, like I said, I don't know. I like I feel like they're going to have whatever 
ammunition. They need to take those people down. But I don't know that that's what's going right. to end up happening. What are your thoughts? Same, yeah, so, she has to be taking them down. Like I said, she's so hands off right now. Something right. feels wrong, wrong, weird about that. Yeah, it really does. Like I said, I don't know. I don't know what the long game is for that character for that storyline. But like I said, she's mm-hmm. not been as involved in this. But it, but she still is just kind of like hovering around. Like her presence is still right. there. But yeah. it, it's just a very weird way they're playing out her role. And like uh, yeah. it feels like Dame Tierney is trying to like push anything off onto her. Uh, but. I don't feel like Diana Tavner is going to allow that to happen. So, like I said, I'm really yeah. interested to see what they do with that character here in the last right. few episodes. So, all right, anything else you want to talk about episode four before we do our awards for this week? Man, the more we talk about this, I really love the show. This is a very good show. Oh yeah, it's it's a great show. I, I really do like this show a lot. Um, Had this come out earlier in the year, this would be high on my top ten. Oh with yeah, the way it's going. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that as well. So, all right, let's do our with the awards in. All right. All right, here on the Main Attraction Podcast, whenever we're covering a season of a television show, we give out three weekly awards. At the top of our list is the Tyrion Lannister, the MVP for the week. Who is your MVP for this week? So I'm going to do Coe's because uh, Freddie Fox as Spiderweb won. Yeah, he won episode three. three. There's no question about yeah. that. I think Roddy Ho, I think Christopher Chug stole episode four. Yeah, that's good. I'm, I'm with that. That's that's cool. That's 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 a good pick for me. Uh, they're both great. I mean, that obviously we're not going to get... Yeah. Uh, we're not getting Freddie Fox anymore in this. Uh, there's no question about his death as opposed to yeah. uh, Olivia Cook's death. But uh, Also, Christopher Chung does these little bitty things that oh, yeah. are so funny. Like, there were t- like River like was looking at his computer and he slapped him down. Oh, yeah. When, when Shirley and uh, Marcus were getting yelled at, he was like, he was like mugging for them in the background and he gave him the peace sign. He just does all these little things that are just so funny. Yeah, he really does. I mean, he's got this, he's got that character and those, those little quirks that he does with the character. Excuse me, guys, my mic's having some issues. Uh, There we go. Uh, But he's got these little quirks on his, that he does just so incredibly well. And everyone hates him. Oh yeah, everybody does. Um, Keep having mic issues. Sorry about the audio quality, guys. Sometimes that happens when you're recording a podcast. Gotta love technology. All right, I think I've got it fixed now. All right, so yeah. Uh, next is the Agatha all along the best scene of the week. What'd you go with? I'm going to go to the Tiger Team reveal when when we find out Spiderweb is behind it. Yeah, I, I was just shocked by that. Yeah, it was just a fantastic scene. It really was. Like yeah. I said, I mean, you never hate a character more in a television show than you hate uh, Spiderweb in that moment. So I'm, I'm with you on that. So, all right, the if you come with the king, you best not miss your best line of the week. What'd you have? I know it's kind of gross, but it has to be when Gary Oldman farts in that car and says, God, I hope that doesn't go into the ground. Yeah, water. No, that, was, that I, was a good one. And then the, the guy's security guard says, I advise you to leave quickly. I advise you to leave the windows up. I mean, leave the windows down. <laughs> leave the windows down. Yeah, that was fantastic. Yeah, Gary yeah, Oldman was, is just great. Y'all. He just really well, is great. It's, it's, did you have one? No, I was going with those as well. Those were the mine yeah. as well. So but also, uh, I got to say, uh, what we talked about, uh, it was it was by Louisa. Let me make sure. I, I, I think I said it wrong earlier about, uh, what did she say? 
What makes you think it will not go well? Your track record. Your track record. Yeah, that's what it was. So, uh, yeah. so funny. Good stuff all around. So. All right. Uh, here on the Main Attraction Podcast, when we ever we're covering our show, we'd like to give it a rating. At the top of our list is a succession. Beneath the succession is a lost middle of the road forest is a friends. Beneath the friends is a full house. And bottom of the barrel forest is a Baywatch. What are you giving the first season of, I'm sorry, the third season of Slow Horses after three episodes? Uh, it's four now. I'm sorry, four episodes. Yeah, my bad. Yeah, four episodes. Succession, man. Yeah, it's it is so good. Yeah, it really is. It's just fantastic. I, I'm with you on it. It's it's really really good. It's great that we're getting just two banger of a shows here at the very end of yeah. the year. Uh, which one, the other one we're going to talk about here in just a little bit. We, yeah, and we talked about this last week. It really feels like these these actors are I just have complete command of these characters now and this show just feels like it's taken a next level yeah i'm with you on that it feels like it's really and you know after two seasons of this already and here in the third season it feels like they understand their characters really well it feels like they know what yeah. they're doing with them and they're just jumping forward in leaps and bounds with it so everything about this show is just it's running so well it really does so all right uh before we go we do like to give some recommendations for our listeners, what are some recommendations you have? I've got two, and they are movies. Okay. Uh, I rented The Holdovers, the Alexander Payne movie starring uh, Paul Giamatti on yeah, VOD. Because I'm missing the theater. I meant to go see in the theater. I did. I'm telling you, it is so freaking good. I loved every minute of this movie. It is. I've seen people describe it this way. I agree. It's this year's Coda. You okay. are going to laugh. You may you may cry. You're going to feel good at the end. It is so good. It is going to blow up on streaming because it's a Christmas movie as well. When when it hits streaming next year, and I guarantee during Christmas time people will be watching this. It is so good. Paul Giamatti is just fantastic. Uh, the lady from uh, Murders Only Murders in the Building, who's the cop, uh, Joy Devon. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. She she is in it. She is. She's getting a lot of Oscar buzz. Oh, is she really? She is really. Yeah, uh, Devon Joy Randolph. Oh, okay. Uh, like she is really really good. It's about uh, a prep school where three people are left for Christmas, okay. and they find a way to connect. Huh. Really really good. I I would highly recommend it. Yeah, I want to see it. Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. I will be uh, mentioning it on our top 10 list for sure <laughs> uh the other one is i watched the uh judy bloom uh adaptation of are you there god it's me margaret oh Have yeah you seen I this see that. no i want to see it though it is so good i kept seeing such good reviews about it and it really really is good the coming of age story about a young girl who's been moving around and uh her parents, played by Rachel McAdams, who's so good, also getting a lot of Oscar buzz. And Benny Safdie, yeah. mm -hmm. playing a normal character, <laughs> he's, uh, which is shocking, because if you've watched Oppenheimer, The Curse, or any of the Safdie Brothers movie, this guy's never played a normal no, character. No, he does not. And his, his character, The Curse, is frightening. But uh, he is so good as the dad. <laughs> Kathy Bates is the grandma. It is... I, if you see this, you're like, man, this is a coming-to-age story about a girl. Watch it. It's on Stars. It's really good. Uh, it's one of the best movies of the year as well. I, I cannot recommend The Holdovers and Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret, enough. 
All right, so I've got a movie as well. Uh, came out on Netflix, and I guess it was this past week. I can't remember. Uh, but that is oh crap! I just lost the name of it. Uh, what was the name? Of it? I, Leave the world thank behind. You. Leave the world behind. I was like, I and know. I saw it as well. So go on. Yeah, it's it's really really good. Uh, it's got some. There are some times where I was like, I had a hard time following it at times, but uh it's basically it almost felt like a play at times yeah yeah that that's actually that's actually a good way to describe it because it's it's takes place most of it takes place in that one home uh and you've only got a few actors on on the camera at a time so it it does kind of feel like a play uh but it's based off of a book of the same name leave the world behind uh it's really really good it's about a family that goes decides to go on kind of a spur of the moment vacation it's got uh, julia roberts and ethan hawk as the mom and dad uh the house they rent from is uh what's his name um uh, uh Mahershala Ali. Yeah, Mahershala Ali and his daughter. Now his daughter's name I can't remember. Uh, she's obviously like yeah. big, but she's yeah. she's a younger person I'm just not familiar with. But uh uh but they show up at the house and his he and his daughter are there and like all of a sudden all this weird stuff starts happening. They start losing cell phone signals. Uh so all this stuff starts happening and like it becomes like a post apocalyptic type uh story. But it's a lot of mystery and intrigue about why it's happening and what's yeah. and there's all these weird things that start taking place with animals uh and then you've got the little subplot with the daughter and the and friends uh which was just like that daughter felt like my daughter because she loves friends and then she is like way past that's funny she's way past when like when it came out when it ended in 2004 my daughter's born in 2012 and she is like a huge friends fanatic so like i said she's it felt very much like my daughter but uh uh it's a really it's a really good movie it's it's very creepy really good it's mm-hmm. very suspenseful. Uh, like I said, highly, highly recommend it if you haven't seen it. So. Kevin Bacon is in it. As oh well. yeah, Kevin Bacon's in it. Yeah, he, he uh, didn't have a huge I, role, but he, it's a yeah. great role though. I, I thought the three leads, especially you know Mahershala Ali, Julia Roberts, Ethan Hawke, I thought they were fantastic. Yes, they were. They were. I mean, fantastic. it is really good. Uh, it, it's from the guy who did Mister Robot, Sam Esmail. Yeah, Sam Esmail. It has some of the same feel as Mr. Robot. So if you watch that, and if you haven't, I would highly recommend watching the first season. Stop there. Don't watch anymore. The first <laughs> season is one of the best seasons of TV. They should have stopped there. But I really like this movie. I didn't love the ending. I warn you that. Mr. Robot, famous for having weird endings as well, uh-huh. especially after season one. But, uh, you know, I thought it was really, really good. Yeah, I'm with you. I thought it was really, really good, too. So, I like to highly recommend uh, Leave the World Behind. Uh, the other thing is also Netflix. You know, I actually mentioned this the previous week. Uh, I watched the first four episodes of Blue Eye Samurai uh, last week. I, wa- I finished yeah, it up. Yeah, yeah. It, it is just an absolutely fantastic show. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and tell you, it did not... Uh, I hadn't even watched it when we record our top 10 uh, television shows. This definitely would be in my top 10. I'm not exactly sure where, but you're I'm like maybe even top half of my top 10. It is absolutely fantastic. Uh, and I'm surprised that it is getting a second season because they just announced the second season. Normally, if something on Netflix doesn't like get like initially isn't like just consumed like completely worldwide uh in the first 48 hours they don't renew some things for a second season but this thing it came out the beginning of november and didn't really 
people that didn't really hear about though until like the beginning of December, and they now have announced the second season, which I cannot wait for. Uh, it should be absolutely. The critics seem to like it, and Netflix doesn't have a lot of that, so I can see why they might keep one around. Yeah, that's uh, you're you're correct about that. So, like I said, it is absolutely phenomenal. Uh, best way I can describe it to you. It's like if Mulan and Kill Bill had a baby. Uh, that, My God. <laughs> this is, and like I said, it, that sounds kind of weird, but it's, it does sound weird. You're but right. it's, it's what it is. Look, it's animated. So if you, if you don't like animation, I would, one, I would say uh, give it a chance because animation is a great uh, medium, at least in my opinion. So, but yeah, uh, I've seen, I've seen a lot of feedback on this one. So I'm definitely going to check it out at some point. Yeah, it's great. Especially like episode five is like one of the best episodes of television that you'll see all year. So, uh, great great stuff so if you haven't seen uh blue eyed samurai on netflix go check it out and like i said it's eight episodes and you will enjoy all eight of them so all right anything else you want to add before we sign off yeah appreciate everyone joining us and we will talk to you next time i will echo those same sentiments nope there's the wrong button all right guys talk to you later